Welcome to the fucking show. of only bruins we got some exciting news and i am one half of your host downtown boosie and this episode is brought to you by the one and only primetime productions and i don't know why i said it as early as i did i probably said it because i didn't want to forget to mention it beforehand (laughs) but before we get into it glad to be back back to back weeks i'm getting uh i'm starting my iron man streak again Bruins have been iffy. The West Coast trip is over. I got my brother from another mother over here on the other side of the computer screen. What's going on, Brett? Not much, not much, dude. Like you said, we we made it. The chains are broken. We got out of the last West Coast game of the year, last 10 o'clock start. I I think we have an 8.30 or 9 one, but that's whatever. I can do that. That's not too bad. Um, But yeah, dude, other than that, (laughs) Bruins are just coasting along and Holy fuck. we got we got a lot to talk about today because yeah. it could be potentially last show before the trade deadline depending on how aggressive the bruins are oh. in the next week so yes. it's it's a jam-packed episode this one yeah so we got a jam-packed episode and we're kind of on a uh, time crunch we only got two hours to record this because brett's got a uh, a live stream to get to pt bets live stream ptp mm-hmm. bets live stream so if you haven't yet go check them out they're making fucking money they got two guests on tonight that are like a combined like 15 and two so yeah. you want to fucking check that out if you want to make money i told them beforehand i'm taking their bets whatever their bets are tonight so check that out ptp ptp bets on twitter find them there you'll see the well Granted, I mean it's going to be Friday by the time you hear this, but it 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 airs every night, so you'll get it again Friday right around six thirty. Me and Pat checked. We are the only seven day a week gambling show on everything. Do you guys fucking hear that? Fucking get on it, baby. Get on it. Whatever, uh, FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever the hell you use. I mean, I got like, I got a bunch right here. I got WinBet, BetMGM. (laughs) Bet three six five. DraftKings, this thing called Flip because it gives free money every day. So I just use that. But we are back. We are back. And uh, going back to two things, but going back to what Brett said first. Yeah. So right now, the plan is to record Thursday, but that could change if no, if, if the Bruins come out beforehand and say they're basically done trading or they're not making any trades, we will record that Thursday. But 
we will be recording after the trade deadline if shit goes down. So if nothing goes down, we will record after the trade deadline. If nothing goes down leading up to that Thursday, we will record that Friday, I'd imagine. So we're hoping to get a new episode to you either that Saturday or Sunday, and I'd imagine it would be that Saturday. And uh, so we can talk trade deadline. So it's, you know. But on top of that. I will What's be that? doing I will be doing a live stream. This is the first where we're announcing it. I'm making the graphic up tomorrow, but I will be yeah. doing a live stream a week from today, probably nine hours again. I did it last time. I'm gearing oh up God. for another God. one. I'm dear I'm gearing up for sad news, sidebar, not coming to Boston. Some family shit happened that uh, you know, I, I just need to be here for my family right now. But uh, so I won't be in Boston. I will be doing a live stream, though. Like I said, it'll probably be like nine hours. Come hang out with me. So if you don't get a podcast, make sure you come out, hang out on the live stream. It'll be on PTP Bets, which will be streamed on the PT, the Primetime Productions Twitter and our YouTube. So uh, like Boosie said, you'll be getting some sort of some sort of form of us Friday for sure. Um, but you might not get the podcast till the weekend. Oh, yeah, baby. But Trust me, it'll be well worth the wait if need be. But a few more things before we dive into a lot of this hockey talk because we are fully loaded. Like I said, um, Brett, I'm throwing you under the bus here. Brett's going to the uh, March 4th, the mm. March 4th Bruins in Toronto oh, game. Oh, yeah. So shout out Baz, Toronto, by the way. Shout yes, out Baz, gotta, by the way. We got to yeah. shout out his restaurant, too. But yeah, what, I, you, I don't know it off the top of my head because I really just – you have a million things going at once. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm fine with it though, dude. Twitter. But, uh, has well, been... oh, Twitter's brutal. But um, while you're looking for that, shout out Baz, my boy. I fucking hopefully you get well soon, brother. Hopefully the shirt surgery goes well. I can't wait. To, me and Boosie can't wait to come down to Pittsburgh and smoke some fucking weed with you. Do a live stream in your <laughs> bar. So uh, uh, I'm pumped, brother. I gotta hit that crazy fucking bong you got. But again. You know, I, I talked to you about it. Uh, my dad could really use this trip. I'm taking him and uh, we're going to go stay the night in Toronto. So I uh, unfortunately had to cancel my Boston shift, but shift. Jesus Christ. I will be coming in April. So get, get your calendars ready uh, right before the playoffs. I'll be coming. Maybe catch a Sox game, too. I don't know. But um, yeah, shout out to Baz for being an absolute legend. And uh, I can't wait to meet this guy in person. I I quickly said what's up to him at the Detroit game we both went to, but uh, now that we've oh, become, no shit, really, yeah, I didn't know him as well then, you know. So like yeah. now that we've become better friends and uh, you know Twitter mutuals, I'm so excited. Like we said, next year we're getting down to pit and we're gonna do that live stream and uh, we're gonna make it a fucking show. This dude's got free ad free advertisement on our pod for the rest of. Uh... Yeah, the rest of his life. I am trying to find the fucking name of his restaurant, though. Oh, there, here we go. I'm. I hope I'm saying this right. If you're on Twitter, go follow them on Twitter at Basil's Sports Bar. B A S I L S Sports Bar. Go check him out. He's the owner of that bar. If he's anything like uh, we imagine him to be, then I bet it's a fucking great bar. And mm. I can't imagine you ever have a bad time there. So go check them out. Shout out to him. Absolute beauty. 
Uh, appreciate him doing that for Brett, hooking him up. Great guy. And uh, yeah, if anyone's in Toronto, March 4th for the Bruins game, go check, go uh, DM your boy Brett, ha- Brett Howie. Brett, don't call him Howie Howard and uh, <laughs> buy, buy him a fucking bear, dude. He's 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 going through it right now. He's his, his he's he's being a family man. He's missing the Boston trip to be a family man. So go go buy him a fucking bear, dude. And, and if you're uh, Leafs fan listening to this, I could use a date <laughs> hey, for yo. later in the night. I I, might, I think a Leafs fan might fix me, dude. Oh uh, yeah, sure. If they um. <laughs> Hopefully they're only into one rounds, one round <laughs> because, um, don't, in me. well, actually hopefully you're okay with the, what, with a, with a one, one round exit. Yeah. Cause I was going <laughs> to say, you know, they don't have a second round in them. There we go. We finally there got the go. out, but another thing, March 7th, I'll be there with Bobby, with Mr. Brewski himself, the tripod, the legend. I'll be at TD Garden that Thursday with him uh, against the Maple Leafs, actually. And uh, last time I went with, Dude, we're gonna old... have we're gonna have boots on the ground for back to back Bruins Leafs games. Actually, back to back to back. That's fucked up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, there's one in between that one of us in there? December. In December. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. That's you're right. right. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. But right. boots on the ground for back-to-back home games against them because last time I went and saw Toronto, yeah. you were here. They got the dub, of course. So hopefully we can keep that tradition going on and hopefully Brett, Brett uh, not Brett, Mr. Brewski himself brings the good vibes. I am four or five and one this season. So hopefully I add to that. So March 7th, come say hi to the fellas. You know where to find us before, during, and well, you know where to find us, but you know where to find us before and after the greatest bar drinking every fucking Heineken silver known to man. And we're going to have a great fucking time, man, because it's my birthday week next week, baby. Yeah, I hate birthdays. I don't care for birthdays, but I am excited to see Bobby. I'm excited to spend it with my family. I got a little obviously Teddy's doing great. So uh, I hope he bought me a fucking gift. Otherwise, he's up for a document. <laughs> but- <laughs> So we'll see. That might that might make or break my two and a half year old Teddy Bruski, dude. Not two and a half, two and a half week old uh, friend friendship with my son. So we'll we we shall see. But um, guys, already been big time in you. So yeah, no shit. What an (laughs) asshole, dude. I fucking had to fucking clean his ass right before this podcast. But one more thing before we dive into the Bruins news, we got a new show sponsor. Obviously, this episode will and forever be brought to you by Primetime Productions as we gladly partnered with them. But we got a show sponsor, Pure Fucking Hockey. That's right, baby. You heard it here first. Well, oh, you saw yeah. it on Twitter first. But, yeah, we partnered with Pure Hockey. We uh, They always bring the best gear. I get all my sticks there. I get. I haven't bought a helmet in years. I have... I have like mold in my helmet. I I've had it since juniors. It is a long time coming. So I will be buying a new bucket soon. I got, I, you know, whenever I need gear, that's my go-to spot, especially with the twiggies. I I'm a big CCM trigger guy. So catch me, uh, catch me with that twiggy. I'll hopefully be, I think I'll be buying them. Maybe I'll treat myself to a birthday gift actually, because I know, I know the wifey will screw it up if I uh, ask her for a, the hockey stick from pure hockey so maybe i'll be buying the trigger eight pro who knows but yeah we've partnered with pure hockey 
very excited about this um going forward in all the show description bios you'll see the link to hit to go to pure hockey support us support pure hockey buy all the top brand gear they have everything you need there street hockey ice hockey whatever you need and um you'll find it on twitter in our bio the link in our bio it'll be in our tweets as well going forward so i'm excited to bring them along because i have been giving them a lot of money over the years a lot of money along with my parents going way back in the day so i'm excited about that um Uh, one thing i did want to say because i looked over the agreement that we we um made with them we don't have a promo code yet because people have been asking us they says somebody's going to be contacting us, letting us know uh, uh, about that in the near future. So for now, just look. You can find it on the Primetime Productions website. It's a yes. bar on the top where the if you click for the Only Bruins show, it's it'll be a nice bar at the top. Um, like Boosie said, you'll be able to find it in the podcast description and <laughs> on our Twitter. Um, it's the little link. Uh, when you go to uh, someone's profile. So as of right now, we don't have the promo code ready yet, but they will be coming soon. And uh, until then, just use that, cl- click that link, and uh, we can all get get some great deals on some hockey, it's sh- hockey shit. Fucking rights. You can look good, feel good, play good, as long as you go to Pure Hockey, baby. But we got a fully loaded fucking episode for you folks over here. So... That being said, we're going to dive right into it, baby. Jake fucking DeBrusque, what's going on with him? What are we thinking? How are we feeling? There's been no, uh, there hasn't been much extension talk. It hasn't progressed at all, just like mm-hmm. his gameplay, offensively mm-hmm. at least, because mm-hmm. we are in all in agreement here, at least people who actually watch the game. Uh, be a great third liner, <laughs> but that's great, not what he's great. <laughs> great bottom six guy because defensively he's got it, man. Great stick yeah. defensively. At PK least. Merchant. Yeah, great. Yeah, I, I love everything he's doing away from the puck. I just don't like anything he's doing when he has the puck. Yes, he had a nice little Gino uh, last Thursday against the Edmonton Oilers. That was actually a great shift, but man, the inconsistency has been there. If you look at, <laughs> if you look at his stats, Right now, you'll see zero 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 one zero 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 zero. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's concerning, man. I know he's a streaky player, but you, I, I have a feeling that you're starting to see the player that he is. It's like every other on. year, dude. Every other year, he has a bad or like a like a bad year. You know what I mean? Like last year, he was on fire, and just like we were talking about this off air, like bro, you picked the wrong year to blow off yeah. like that. Like he, he, dude, if he had last year's year, this year, he's easily getting six times six, no questions asked. You know? Yeah, what that I mean? was our like, prediction going into this year. Like, yes, I would be happy with six times six. That seems like a fair deal for both sides. Now that would be a fleece job on his end. If, yeah. if we're talking today's uh, so, today, whatever, March or February 29th, as we are recording. Holy shit. That's right. It's a leap year. Almost, yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. So it. it's, it, it's, yeah, it's, it, it, but, that would it, be a to, me, job. to me, it's the pressers that have come out with, or the, the beat writers tweeting out um, Jake DeBrusque and Grizzly. Both of them have said that, neither of them have had contract talks with the Bruins in the like in this year 2024. So the Bruins have pivoted. Uh I saw two different tweets today from some pretty reputable people that, you know, 
have a pretty good track record on Twitter saying that Grizzlick, J- Jake DeBrusque, and Forbert will not be re-signed by the Bruins. And it's just it, it just kind of seems like the writing's on the wall now. So Grizzlick is the least shocking to me, right? With the Forbert's the least shocking, but well, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Forbert, yeah. 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 <laughs> Grizzlick's the next one, obviously. Yeah. Those those two defensemen, the least shocking. I mean, the writing has been on the wall for Grizz with the way Lorai has come up and play. I don't think Steve... you can set Lorai back down this year. Oh, absolutely, he's here to stay. In my yeah, in my eyes. I yeah. you'd be a as a Bruins fan, you would have every reason to torch Don Sweeney's car because yeah. without him in it, don't don't have him in it. Obviously, yeah. we, don't, we don't condone that. But if you want to torch his car for sending Lori back down, unless it's a transaction, um, paper transaction, yeah. sure we can we can understand in that because uh, Richard, yeah, that happened today. Said, yeah, to avoid waivers. Um, because he would have been if he played one more game, he would have been waiver eligible. So you, there was a chance that you could have lost him, lose him. So to guess me, we'll that have to screams, wait and see how that plays out with him. To me, that screams keep keep keeping him, and we we need him in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you're not losing that guy. They're giving not to get sidetracked, but they're giving Lauku a uh, another chance tonight to plug into the lineup. They told him that he needs to kind of up his game and up his energy. So we'll, I expect him to fight probably. Guns blazing. He's probably yeah. going to fight. I, I'd, I'd be shocked if he didn't, honestly. Who would he fight on? I don't know. But yeah, so I, I he's he'll probably be looking for one at least. So, but yeah, Jake DeBrusque, man, the inconsistency has been there. <laughs> and. Me. It's frustrating to watch as a fan because that's, I mean, former first round pick. You really thought he was going to turn it around, man. I, I thought this was this was the year he was having a great. I thought it was year over. Uh, yeah, I thought he turned that. I I thought he turned uh, that page over to the next chapter. Like you I were, he was taking that next step. You were somebody who beat on this a lot last year, and then even like into this year when he was inconsistent, like. He finally changed his diet. You know, he's like less lazy in the workout. Like you're hearing all these great things and the production's just still not there. You know what I mean? Like he's doing, and this is where it's like, it's change of scenery. Like I've said this a million times. I, I'm, I would be shocked if he doesn't sign a show me deal in Edmonton to play with McDavid next year. I would be shocked. Yeah. He's going to Bertuzzi it, right? Yeah. Why not? You go get fucking 40 goals. I wouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> that would be the smartest thing for him to do. Yeah, fucking rack up the points and, yeah. you know, get paid by someone is else. The home? only thing is, so this is my thing with DeBrusque. I I don't want to lose him. I want him to stay. Bef- Shan, before you before you hear what I'm yeah. about to say, I want, <laughs> I want him to stay. I want him to be a Bruin. Uh, I just need him to find his game. But with that being said, I don't want to lose DeBrusque to nothing i don't want to you know it's different than tory krug different yeah. than the tory krug the yep. situation because tory krug, was probably gonna, tory krug was probably going to stay but then the cap fucked us th- then the cap never went up because mm-hmm. what the cap went up to what what is krug getting right now is he getting seven and a Six, half 6.5 6.5 the cap that year was supposed to go up five million and that was basically going to give you that cushion and uh that didn't happen but this is a different situation because i mean Krug, you can't whatever. do that again. No, you can't. You can't. You got to learn from that too. And so you have some tough decisions coming 
a week from today as you're listening. So that's going to be that's going to be tough. And I just you got to make a decision because you can't lose him for nothing. How do you feel about doing what Washington did last year and like selling off on expiring contracts like the two we've talked about, Grizzlick and JD for younger team controlled players? I'd be fine with that depending on the players. Oh, obviously, obviously. But you know what I mean? Like, why would I, why wouldn't you go get two guys that are are expiring RFAs and, you know, maybe need a change of scenery as well. And like, yeah, it might hurt your uh, points total for the season. In the end, you might get a couple more losses here and there losing the, you know, the dynamic uh, side of JD, but like, you got to look for the future here. This was always a bridge yeah. year. This was always a bridge year. Like, look at Washington. They went and got that Sandine kid from uh, the Leafs, and he's been great for them this year. They got San- and then they got Sandine, but the- didn't they also like keep some first rounders or something? I forget. Oh, yeah, no, they, they got two. They got a first from us for Orloff and Hathaway, and then they got a yeah. first and Sandine from Toronto. I yeah, could be like wrong that- about that, but I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, I, v- I vaguely remember it, but yeah, it's yeah that I don't know. It's just the problem is here before, like, because obviously, like, if we want to tie it in together, does Grizz get traded as well? DeBrusque and Grizz, yeah. like, are they going to be a package? Are they both going to get traded? Because Grizz's time has definitely come to an end here, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of it started to feel like DeBrusque's and DeBrusque's career here has is starting to come to an end as well and he's he's probably one of those players that just needs a new you know a fresh start somewhere else which fine that sucks but fine good for him because i want to see him succeed despite what people continue to say about him like i yeah i do i do like him i think he's a good locker room guy like i i i I like a great kid and you know what i mean and when he scores he looks like a legitimate goal scorer so like Mm -hmm. I don't know what where the disconnect is from that. So I, I don't know, but do you do you have enough do you have enough real sorry that you don't know where you're going? But to that meme I tagged that meme I tagged of you where the guys go like this, he can't remember what he's saying. I was like boosy every time I cut him off on the fucking podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he can't yeah. remember what to say. Um but uh fuck, now I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, Jake DeBrus, that's the thing. So are you tr- are you ready to put put Freddie in your top six? No. So I, this is my thing. Who's I playing in the top six? Wise, that's that's JVR. The like it's got to be like JVR at this point because what what options do you really have? I know. I just I think matchup wise and and with him and Geeky together, I think it makes sense for him to be down there. And for whatever reason, Marshawn, Freddie, and Coyle does not work. I don't get it. It just it worked work. for a little bit though. Yeah, but I think our team was overachieving at that point in the season. I think our we're it's same thing with the goalies last year. Like they they're dragging us to this point. Okay, I'm back. Had to pause it real quick. Obviously, baby shit, literally shit. Um, <laughs> back. To back to fucking a, you just told me JD and Freddie not being ready. Um, oh, I don't think it's a matter of Freddie 
being ready. I just I think it's a good momentum and confidence builder for him going into the 2024-2025 season. If he just because matchup wise, he's he's really good for that third line. Obviously, he's having a hell of a year. He's gone a little bit cold as of late, but I still think he's the having whole team a hell of a year. Though. Yeah, no, I know. So you can't even yeah. fault him for that. So the whole team has just gone cold. I mean, even but he's a part of the bottom six that's been the brighter spot of the team lately. Exactly. I mean, between him and Geeky, and like I really like him, Geeky, and Heinen together. Like, I really do like what I see out of there. Like, I don't think JVR is the right piece for that second line, but that's where your huge hole is right now. And that's where you have and I get it. If you trade to Brusque, then you lose that hole. But what's he really giving you right now offensively? So mm-hmm. are you you could plug Richard in that spot as a defensive like threat. Like, do you know what I mean by that? Like Rich, Richard plays a really good 200 foot game. And if you lose to Brusque, you, you like Richard's proved he can keep up with top six guys, whether he's going to put the puck in the net or not. And th- that's whether he can do that night in and night out too. And against mm-hmm. two and matchup wise and, and all that. So I don't know that that's we knew that was our biggest hole going into the going into this season. Uh, we also knew going into the season that it was a bridge year, and we also said at the beginning of this season, uh, on the beginning of this season before uh, on the pod before the season started, we mentioned how we thought this Bruins team was going to surprise some people, and it certainly is. But the play you've seen as a late is exact. It has to be what you expected at time. So does it suck constantly losing these overtime games? Absolutely. These overtime games are getting fucking older real quick. Skills and I, I will never buy a Ford ever because the Ford final five oh, yeah. can go <laughs> fuck a dick <laughs> because it, it is turned into an absolute nightmare. Uh, I'm clenching my fucking ass cheeks together watching the final five when I should be able to just chill because obviously last year, previous years, that's been a different story this year. Not so much. So that's become a uh, huge problem for the Bruins is closing out games. So you have problems on the back end. You have problems in the front end. You do not have a problem between the pipes, whether yes, is Swayman out playing Allmark right now. Yeah, but I still have faith in Allmark, despite what people say. Yeah, he let in some. Uh, he wasn't the best the other night with that boneheaded play he had the other night too, and but that's fine. I mean, goalies make mistakes all the time, just like the players make mistakes all the time. So it is what it is. I still have faith in a guy like Allmark. I would love to see him finish out the year with the Bruins because I think that's really like that's where you are the strongest. I, I don't have faith in Swayman carrying this team in the, in, in the playoffs. I just it's looked a little shaky it, since the all-star game. At I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, well, the thing is even going back to like, like that game against Dallas, he made like 40, 50 something saves. Mm-hmm. He was game peppered. And it was his first back to back. Not, I shouldn't Start. say the season, but, uh, he he got a back to back start. Granted, there are some days in between, but then he got essentially peppered against a team like Edmonton with a lot of offensive power. So, yeah, does he let in five goals? Yeah, but he was uh, he, like he still helped you win. He that was game. great. He was great. Just a little leaky. You know what I mean? He yeah, played. Like that, that was the frustrating thing. He made ridiculous mm-hmm. saves, and then that one on drives. 
yeah. was fucking crazy in overtime. Like that's the just, second best player in the world. Just no, stop. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the yeah, game before that, he was phenomenal oh, against Dallas. Sorry, I'm pulling at you. No, no, it's okay. Uh, that game before that against Dallas, he was phenomenal, and he was great in the shootout. He helped you win that game because the Bruins did not want to score in the shootout for some reason. But we're going too far back. I know we've already talked mm-hmm. about some of that stuff. But One thing I was going to say, isn't it so funny how Edmonton's just like defense? Nah. You know what I mean? Like how many two-on-ones did we get that night? I watched their game last night too, and yeah. like – they were just like there was that that uh, play where Ryan Nugent Hopkins like picked up the stick of the St. Louis guy. St. Louis had to have like five two on ones that game. Like it, they're just like mm, fuck it. <laughs> even going back to the overtime loss, uh, the overtime win for the Bruins actually. Uh, yeah. McAvoy's OT winner. What the fuck was anyone on the ice doing for? <laughs> yeah, I know. And they just look like it, they just it, don't care. Skinner's just like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> like every game, Kane just slides like he's sliding into more models DMs. Yeah, I'm like, right now, and uh, like it's, I can't talk right now, Mama. Mom's calling me. <laughs> Kane's yeah, Kane looks like someone sliding into fucking DMs after a few too many Heineken Silvas. The I don't even know the other two players for Edmonton. I think was one. One guy just like ate shit, like kind of toe picked, yeah. and then the other guy just didn't even fucking bother trying to go get so, the go get the puck. He just watched Kane slide face. right by. Yeah. Right. You could see Skinner's eyes when McAvoy got the puck, just like oh fuck, we're fucked. yeah. Like it was a nice goal by McAvoy, but if even stripped, if, if a defenseman, if a, even a silky defenseman, say Eric Carlson scored that against the Bruins in overtime uh, on three and three, we would be fucking pissed at all the defensemen, right? Or at, at all three players on the ice right now, and even the goaltender because Skinner bit a little too hard, but I mean, he's not that great of a goaltender. And they all looked clueless. So we would be pissed as Bruins fans, as as silky as that goal looked for for uh, for McAvoy. But I, you know, I granted, I'm not going to take it away from him, dude. No, Still it's, it's just goal. hilarious. That, yeah. <laughs> no, it, that whole sequence was fucking hilarious for Edmonton. And of course, we get the dub. And Oilers analytics can eat my fucking ass. Um, but yeah, going, going down, back, down, going back down, to down. what we <laughs> going back to what we were talking about. Middle six, top six, whatever you want, however you want the wingers, man. Where there's a huge hole there. But if you're going into the trade deadline next week, are you targeting a defenseman or a winger? I'm trying to get both in one trade, like last year. I'm trying to see if I can yeah. get a. A bottom pairing guy, left-handed shot or right-handed shot. I'm okay with a right-handed shot because I do Walderspoon's game, man. I've been loving it. I've been loving it. Yeah. Yes, he has times where, you know, shit happens, but I do think you're going to see, like, crazy play out offset of guys yeah, like Lorai and Walderspoon. Yeah, I really I do. I don't know why. I think him and Sharon Kirk are a good pairing, and they mm-hmm. can hold down the fort. They can give you a quiet, good, steady, strong – 20 to 25 minutes maybe even if that I do you don't, I don't go know. do you go get anthony mantha and joel edmondson from washington i would do that in a second because i've liked mantha's game this season but what is the asking price on that it'll you know? probably be debrusque and grizzly it'd probably be a swap for swap 
I honestly I would do that because he's you probably right get now, a pick back too, probably a fourth back or something. You know what I mean yeah. to level it out because Grizzly is a bit better than um, Edmondson, but he's a fucking. We watched him beat up on our guys in the 2019. You know what I mean? And, like that guy's a motherfucker to play against. And what's nice too is that Mantha's got size. You finally yeah, add a, a little bit of size. Yeah, he's like six four, six five. I mean, you keep our Brazzers boy up and. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, you're kind of a big team. You're kind of a big team. We don't Walther's, know when Lindholm's coming back, but it shouldn't be too long. Walther, yeah, he's practicing with a skills coach right now. But um, oh, Walther's been plays. Yeah. He plays both sides too. So you rotate him, Shadi yeah. and Edmondson. Boom, trade deadline done. I mean, I would, I would rather him on the left side. But yes, he does play both sides. Get forward off this team. Ride it with Lorai. Lorai's up. Lorai is here to stay as far as I'm concerned. I, If he's, like I said, if he's back down in Providence at any point this season, we riot. We burn Don Sweeney's car, just his car. Just his and car. Um, just his car. Actually, slash his tires. That's a bit better. Oh, yeah, that's we'll better. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Delete this. Delete this. Yeah. <laughs> delete, delete the earlier pod. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you – yeah, Mantha's yeah, Mantha's six five, two thirty-four. Yeah, big pup. Con- and he plays both sides. Year. Plays both yep. sides. I would I wish he was a right-handed shot, but beggars can't be choosers at this point in the season. So this this is my thing going into he might be uh, great going into the Zach and Pasternak. I just thought I about know. that for a second. Holy shit. It could be exactly what that top line needs, honestly. And then just throw JVR with Marshawn and uh, Coil. That's the thing. You give them DeBrusque and Grizz. They got young talent going in there. They, they can even flip them. them. They can yeah, even they can flip, flip them, them too. If they yeah. wanted. I mean, they kind of did that last year, right? Uh with Smith. No, they just I, I didn't they... resign him. I, I thought they flipped someone at the. I thought they got someone then flipped it. I could be wrong. Oh yeah, but. I forget who it was. They didn't even right before, like before they even got there. They were like, "Wait, stay where you are. We're gonna trade you again." I don't remember who it was, but that did happen. Okay, so it did happen. Yeah, so I don't know, like, but that's what that's every, what you're kind of looking at. You know what well, I mean? Let's let's get into this. The 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 athletic had this trade proposal. Oh, uh, yesterday or two days ago, obviously I got raked it, for it, <laughs> dude. I'm on your side here, yeah. but people have to hear me out on this. So the trade proposal was Hannafin, probably for, with an extension. Let's be serious. Yes, with the, like you're only making that trade for an extension. Let's be real. Yeah. Like you're not doing that for a rental. Like that's that's our mentality here. So it was Hannafin for Lauku, uh, Lorai. And and Beecher, so hear me out, Mr. Doghouse, Mr. Best Face Offs on the team, but he's in the doghouse for some some reason. He's in the doghouse. I and I'm starting to get concerned if he's going to get a fair share, like a fair try here. Kind of feels like like, he's a sweetener right now. Yeah, like it just it's starting to feel like the Spooner for Toronto days and Bruins Mm -hmm. uh, with the Bruins back in the day. But before you guys jump down our throats, hear me out. Hannafin, good player, solid player. He's an established NHLer, playing at an insane clip. For yes, he's a he. He does he does make turnovers though. He does he does turn over the puck, not the slightest of foot. But Laura, but Laura does as well, and 
that's that's the thing you get you gotta realize lori turns in could he get better at it yes absolutely he's still a young guy what's the age difference four years between these three two? and a half three and a half years between these two so you're only talking and, and yes I played it. d forever by the way yes <laughs> yes and like lori he's going to be obviously way cheaper next year but then he's due for a contract he'll still be cheaper but like, do you want to do you want to just wait that out or what? So, you you, you got in my it. in my eyes, that's, that's what people aren't remembering. If 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 you want to add throw in like a fifth or sixth round pick with Hannafin, mm-hmm. okay. But like, I I'm still doing that. Like, I'm sorry, I'm doing that trade because that's assuming that's coming with an extension, a fear extension, not fucking. I don't even know what the. I'm not gonna go numbers right now with yeah. Hannafin, but. If you have the potential to have the left side of this and ignore his play this season, because he could be better next year with a guy like Hanfin in the lineup, you have, I mean, you have Hanifin and McAvoy or Hanifin and, and Carlo, and then you have Lindholm. So, mm-hmm. and then change wherever the, you have, those are four guys who can easily log anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes a night, 30 minutes a night, all four like, of them, literally uh, all, all four of them. And that's a stack top four. You stack. do that. You're yes. You're instantly better. Laukut, let's say you're a cup little, contender instantly with a like, team more like that. Yes. Like you, and, and never mind the goaltending that you have, you get to keep both goaltenders. The only problem is you're going to be looking at, Two to one, three to one, three to two, four to three. No, mm-hmm. that's actually giving them too much credit. But you're going to be looking at some lower scoring games, some tighter games. But you'll have you'll probably have a better job at finishing out games because you won't have to worry about forward being out there. And I, I get it. Like yes, he he's he's accustomed to some turnovers, but he also makes your power play better. He mm-hmm. he's he he lights the lamp. He he makes your breakout better. Like he's he's a he's a but solid see, player. He's, he's a much better player than Lori right now. You know what Sorry. people, the argument people have? Well, he's not going to get McAvoy minutes. That's the fucking point to me. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but then that brings McAvoy's minutes down a little. It brings Lindholm's minutes down yeah. a little. Everybody gets to share the wealth a little more. Like, everyone's like. You save some <laughs> miles on those legs, baby. Exactly. And it's like, uh, that's where I'm like, like, you don't think Hannafin and McAvoy would be one of the best pairings in the fucking league? Like, are you Dude, kidding me? No. Like, and you that that just unhooks the leash on McAvoy. He just gets to run now because Lynn, yep. like Hannafin's more of a stay at home. Like, don't get me wrong. I love, like, if you have Lori, right, then yeah. you got to pair him with Carlo. You have to. And yeah, because you well, you've seen that, yeah, because you've seen Lori hasn't really worked out all that well with McAvoy. No, because they both go, yeah, and no one's back, <laughs> or Lori's back by himself, and that's bad. That like, you don't want that, yeah. And in my eyes, you get to keep Patra, you get to keep Lysel, but you, you don't also have go... first and seconds, so this is the biggest problem here. Like, that's why and, you're making this trade. Yep. And you get to keep Olmark for the rest of the year, trade him in the offseason, trade him at the trade deadline, whatever, and maybe get into the first or second round, maybe get a player. I don't know. Get me and you were talking off air. The at the draft, the cap goes up five million. Every team in the league could take Olmark. Yeah, exactly. There's his contract right there. And a team like I don't know Ottawa who desperately ow fuck I just pitched Ottawa New Jersey fucking oh, Seattle God. like the Me list goes on bad. 
Yeah. But Beecher and Laku, they're dude. I, I like Beecher's game a lot. I love Beecher. Don't so get me do wrong. I, dude. I, and he's I would an love... athletic freak. Yeah, he's a big boy and he's got speed and he, he just he, he, he reminds potential. me he reminds me of a mix of like Campbell and Paye as a center, right? Mm-hmm. Like just the speed, the size, the strength, him in the face-off dot. I love that, but it sounds like he might be like the odd man out right now. For some reason, he's in the doghouse. Players like Beecher and Laku are replaceable. You, There's a reason why you see an influx of these bottom six guys coming in and out because they are replaceable. They're cheaper players. I get it. They're both young guys. They'll be cheap for next year. We all love Beecher. Don't get me wrong. I would Obviously, ideally, I like to keep Beecher, but if this means getting a guy like Hannafin to help your back end, to solidify your back end, then I'm for it because we don't know Lorai's ceiling either. Dude, it, I, he, wanna... it could, it could, he could end up being better than Hannafin. I don't think he will be, but so, we don't know Lorai's ceiling. So uh, shout out bench rates. They're fucking awesome. They, they, I love, I love them over there. Make sure if you don't follow them, go follow at bench rates. Uh, they've got a great system. They show you anal- the analytics into what clip the player's currently playing at if their contracts undervalued overvalued all that cool stuff but i just wanted so they came at me and they were like yes but no you're adding money but lori could be better than hannafin because he's better than hannafin was when he was younger but i was talking to a carolina hurricane fan about this and they were like hannafin was shit in carolina and then he got to calgary and he got better Sometimes that just takes, like, you know what I mean? Like, we were projecting Zaboral to be McAvoy's partner, and look how that fucking went. So, like, there's never sure things. And if you're bringing in Hannafin, like, it's the same thing. Like, I would hate to see Lorai go. I would hate to see Beecher go. Yes, yes, I get that. The It's the fucking everyone's got the heart on the sleeve. You know, we care about our fourth liners and our rookies because we haven't had very many good ones in the past. I get all of that shit. But you're getting yeah. Noah fucking Hannafin, a top 15 defenseman in the fucking league. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he has 33 fucking points right now. That's fucking crazy. That's like, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, dude, I'm watching. I've been watching him closely because I, I love watching the West Coast games. He beat the shit out of Edmonton the other night in that 8-2 win or whatever it was, 6-2 win. And it's just like people were cheering in the streets for Lindholm, the deal for Lindholm, and you're giving up less to get Hannafin. Yeah, I mean, you saw what Tanev went for. Was, Dude, eh. I, there's no way Grizzly shouldn't go for at least a third or a second. There's no fucking way. After I seeing think, that. Yeah, because a month ago we were saying, oh, Grizz is going to get you a first somehow. But now, like yeah. a third, I'd still be happy with that because guess what? You don't have a fucking third-round pick this nope. year. It gets you back into the third round. You dump that money, and you move on. You it's i get it. he's a hometown boy you can carry but, a full roster huge yeah yeah <laughs> and uh so I, I don't know man i i'm sorry i'm 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 doing that trade i i understand why people wouldn't because they want to ride it out with Lori and see what he's capable of and i listen i i think Lori has a, a high ceiling trade. yeah i just i don't know i just don't know what his ceiling actually is like yeah like what I, 
What if he has a sophomore slump next year and he's not a top four guy like everyone's projecting him to be? Yeah, what what if he's not capable of playing 82 games a season, 82 yeah. plus games a season? What happens then? What if then he you're turns fucked. out to be injury prone? Yeah, like I, it's it's a risk. It, like it, Calgary calls saying that maybe you try to offering that trade. Maybe you try to sweeten the deal a little bit and get a draft pick or or throw in like a bottom six guy for us. Sure, because you are trading two roster players technically, mm-hmm. but maybe you can even package it with a guy like Jake DeBrusque. I. Listen, I don't want to trade Jake DeBrusque, but if it sweetens the deal to get you a middle six guy or mm-hmm. bottom six guy, somebody like, who plays hard minutes in a draft pick, yeah, like hard minutes, hard on the puck, hard to play, like a Rizic like or a, no, I think that guy was the guy who was snoring like a better half away. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Ruzitska, but I think that was that guy doing nose beers on the fucking uh, Arizona Coyotes. Oh, <laughs> Good for him. Some fucking booger sugar. Yeah, well, that's that's a that's a choice, but uh, yeah, it was snowing in Arizona that night. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like you know, just like a hard bottom six guy to play against, like. But see, then th- this is the thing too, and like I. Uh, don't get me wrong. I get the side. Hold on to him and get Hannafin in the summer. But what happens if Hannafin goes to Florida and you got to play against him four times a year next year? Against the Nore stacked Florida team. I mean, I yeah. don't know. who They're going to lose Reinhardt. Yeah, sure. But I don't know who else they could potentially lose. But that could be that could become a problem because they're in your division. But I, like, yeah, obviously, ideally, I'd like to wait to get Hannafin in free agency but, but i you're think competing against all these other teams too and then you might end yeah. up overpaying and i also think sweeney should be fired if he doesn't take that phone call do you know what i mean by that no, like I, if he I, doesn't I even listen you should be fired for that like oh, i get yeah. it you want to restock well, the cupboards but laura isn't restocking the cupboards he's an everyday nhler now well, I think that's why I think we talked a little bit about it last week, or we even texted, or we might have texted about it. I think he's just throwing Allmark's name out there to see Most the reaction. Games. I don't think he wants to trade him, but if someone's willing to overpay for a guy like Allmark to help your team out, and because don't get me wrong, I don't think Di Pietro or Bussy, 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 whatever you want to call him, are ready for that next step. I don't mm-hmm. think you'd have to take a goalie back in a trade, probably. It, yeah, if but. Or you'd have to like, or you can call one of them up and let them play every five, six games. But I don't feel good about that. You'd have mm-hmm. to really ride out Swayman and then see if he's capable of playing career high numbers. Like you don't know what, how many games he's capable of playing at top tier level. Like comp- like without hurting your team. That's the biggest question with Swayman. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a stud and I think he's crazy enough to do so. Dude. But you, but you don't know. It's still like as much as you hate to admit it, it's still a fucking question mark well i know you're like you're you're a pump the brakes on bussy guy you're pump pump the brakes on the bus which is fine i, I think and, he's a and, career and, backup goaltender yes well, and, oh, yeah. dude guess what bench rates fucking confirm that they have the mvp of Thank the you. ahl goalie di pietro he's they been have better. di pietro ahead of bussy and Guess they say a sophomore they, slump in providence <laughs> and they do they they think He's going to win like goalie of the year in uh, the AHL. And imagine that. And this is not me. I'm like, I want Bussy to be good. Don't get me no, wrong. Yeah. I just, but you I like just, pumped the brakes earlier this year. Like everyone yeah. relaxed type thing, which like, is fine. Yeah, like, 
he's he had a great preseason, but he he's an older guy. He he's just how many prime years are you actually going to get of him when you have a guy like Swayman? So like that's a guy that's expendable to me because I mean, you got. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they're actively looking to trade those guys. I think they'd rather just keep them in Providence and see what like if if they can if one of them can end up working out and you get them for really cheap and you can do a you know 50-30 split. Yeah. You know, you can't then, play more than 50 goal games as a goalie now. I don't think. Yeah, no. If you want to go for so a far. deep run. Yeah. Yeah. Like look at Dallas this year. They're fucking sitting Ottinger a lot because they know they got the cup like right, right. Ottinger's having a tough season. I know, right? And it's and that's another thing too. Like you got Reed Dick, who's going to be coming up next year, who went back to back goalie of the month in the WHL. So like we've got goalie depth. I get where people are yeah. coming from there, but I'd rather ride this out this year and see what we got in Reed Dick next year and see what Bussy does the rest of the season. See if Di Pietro wants to resign or maybe you send Plus, him somewhere else. Like if you wait, I don't even know if I already said this, but if you wait till free agency till the off season, yeah, the draft, the cap goes up. No, oh. you are. There's more teams that you can trade all mark to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did yeah, I already mention that. that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I okay. think so. But my bad. My but, bad. Yeah, like I think we've been saying singing. This is why we didn't talk about this for so long because we knew we've been singing the same tune since what January. I think the only tune that's changed is Jake DeBrusque. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I'm like, like I said, I sound like a broken record. I want to keep DeBrusque, but. If he takes I, uh, three and a half, four million, I'd think about it, but I don't think he will. He takes three. I wouldn't take him. I wouldn't even take Tabrusca's current contract. Sorry. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I yeah, wouldn't. he's only, I think he's playing at like a 500K over his cap hit right now. But that's See, like, because like both sides of the puck, that's not production. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you going to pay that much? Are you going to pay that much for a bottom six, middle, for a third line guy? Like, no, because that, that's why people kept trashing on Coyle, because you're paying this much for a third-line centerman. Well, hey, it worked out because he was phenomenal on the third line. He took the He's taken this next step this year. Uh, so his contract's actually looking really good right now. So I don't know. Like, it's... I, well, okay, see, so at the, at the end of the day, I want to keep DeBrusque, but I don't want to lose him to nothing. Uh, I did hear a couple times today, like, I know I've said this before, but it, the, you even mentioned the team earlier, Ottawa is and you have to imagine New Jersey is too now after Calgary saying they're keeping Markstrom for the end of the year. Like, I know that Ottawa, like, like I wouldn't be shocked if Ottawa and Boston or Ottawa and New Jersey are working out a trade now for the draft. Do you know what I mean by that for Omar? Because like, if if they want Olmark now, I've heard it's a king's ransom. I heard it starts at a first, a second, and Ottawa's in the basement, so they're not going to give you that right now. It starts at a first, second, Shane Pinto. I would take that, but Ottawa's not going to do that right now. You know what I mean? And then New Jersey, middle of the pack. It starts first, second, Dawson Mercer. Okay, that's good to start working around, but like, does that help you? That You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you crew the picks, but like you do need Allmark right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't have a top six. You gotta win games, like you said, two one, three one. Like you don't have a top six right now. 
You what you have is a top line and three third lines. Yeah, no, that's that's essentially true. And you could even with Pasternak on the line, you could even make the case that it's more of a second line with their yeah. inconsistency. So I don't know. I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> I know I shouldn't say it's whatever, but I'm just like I truly don't know what the Bruins are going to do at this trade deadline. I am not Mm -mm. selling off all these pieces to make a run this year. This was supposed Mm -hmm. to be a bridge year. They're surprising teams this year. They're surprising themselves this year. They weren't supposed to get off to that hot start. So people need to kind of take a chill pill and relax. And like, yeah, it's frustrating. Like they have 14 overtime losses, but guess what? That's 14 fucking points. And you did the math the other night. You take away those 14 points. They're still a wild card team. Somebody else did the math. I took away those points for us. Somebody took them away from Tampa and Toronto too. We're still in second place (laughs) in the division. So it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's like you got to roll with the punches this season and just be happy with whatever outcome you have. Like, yes, it would be nice to get a Stanley cup. It would be nice to make a deep playoff run. But if we're all being honest with ourselves, even to start this season and to talk right now, we'd all be surprised by that. We've, we would have never seen that coming. I did say at the beginning of the season, our preseason preview, I think this team's going to surprise some teams or surprise some people. And they are like, they're eight points yeah. up on Toronto right now. Toronto's Toronto's right on your ass, baby. They, they got two games in hand, too. Say they win those two because, I mean, they got fucking Arizona tonight. So say they win those two. I mean, oh, boy. It's, I, I think we're playing the Leafs in the first round, to be honest. And I don't feel good about that. Like, I nope. get it. It's the Leafs. They can't in their own head. But at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, at the end, at the end of the day, though, you do have the goaltending, man. Yeah, you that's the, the only thing, and you better play them both. This is another thing. If you're keeping Olmark, you better fucking play them both. Because if they Montiari don't, said he would. Okay, because if they yeah. don't trade them the day de- the day after the fucking playoffs are over, I don't give a shit. If they don't play yeah, them both, yeah. I want Olmark gone the next day. I don't fucking care about the hug anymore. I'll fucking lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know. Friendships but, out the window, like I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no loyalty, no loyalty no. in that house. You can't lie to me, especially if Monty said that. Not you. I mean, like they, if they lie to me no, and they play just Allmark or just Swayman, I'm done. I'm done with the tandem. Yeah, but what if they just play Swayman and he fucking gets hot? Then you probably win a cup. I could see him, dude. You know who what Swayman has in him? He has that that, ch- that 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 Jonathan Quick. Like I, I just think he could go on a fucking run and take an underachieving team really far. I don't know if it's this year. I do think that's in his pedigree going forward as a, as a uh, he ages more in this league, especially same type of play style. You know, like they, they're fucking like you said, he's a dog. They call him Bulldog yeah. for a fucking reason. I just. I would just like to see him get some help from like, you know, I'd like to see the tandem work this year. If it doesn't fucking blow it up, blow it yeah. the fuck up and I'm over it. No, I, I, I agree with that. Cause I'm one done thing, with the regular season, dude. It's great. One thing, I, one thing I do want to say before we shoot over to Bobby's corner, my biggest thing when I, and I said it to you, I said it to you in our group chat with the other guys. Uh, my biggest thing with for the Boston Bruins is they need 
a Kachuk so fucking oh, bad. Dude. I get it. We don't like Maddie Kachuk. We don't like Brady take- Kachuk. Whatever. <sighs> you guys would take them in a fucking heartbeat. Okay, and- we we joked about yeah. Mantha. Imagine Kachuk, Zaka, and Pasternak. Are you fucking oh kidding God, me? Man. Like you need that. You you need a player, and it doesn't need to be a Kachuk, but like. They're the only two kind of players in the league. There's no one else like Matthew Kachuk. He's playing at a Brady will beat caliber the rate right now. Brady Dude. will beat the wheels off anybody. Like when him and Truba went center ice at MSG, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. And no one, no one is touching. No one is touching your goaltenders. And if someone touches your goaltender, because that's been the biggest thing. Where's the fucking bark? Where's the bite right now? You know, it's like Walderspoon. You yeah, and you brought a guy in for that, and he ended up being a piece of shit. So go kick rocks mm-hmm. and you know, never play in the NHL again. So mm-hmm. that plan obviously didn't work out. Now you're missing that. Like, no one's mm-hmm. scared of you guys. I like yeah. they like, doesn't yeah. You need Would a you- Kachuk because you need someone, you don't need to bring in a tough guy, like unnamed player who is not take- playing right now. Would you take Felino's brother? He's got two years left on his deal at three million. If it's retained a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, he can play. He's a big boy. He's a moose. Anchor that third line. Yes. Oh yeah. Imagine him with Geeky oh, and Frederick. Holy Ooh, shit! That's wait. a big boy line. That's a big fucking line. Uh, and uh, so, but like I, a player I, like that. Yeah, no, a, a player similar to that, yes, a more watered-down version of a Kachuk, yeah, absolutely. But that's why teams like, I mean, granted, fucking Ottawa sucks, but that's why Florida's going to be tough to beat because they got a Kachuk, man. You saw how much he got under your skin last year. He's not scared of being a piece of shit. He's not scared of name-calling or anything. He will get under your skin because he doesn't care. He's a gamer, dude. He'll do whatever it takes. And, and he's eating up, too, which is fucking horrible. <laughs> yep. And that's and that's the difference between the Panthers and the Bruins right now is Matty Kachuk, a like, Kachuk. Who, like, if, if you're looking at, before you go on, if, if you're looking at these teams right now in the playoff spot, like, the Rangers just brought up that Rempai, Remp kid, whatever. Stop like, fighting. Just take a couple yeah, of games he, off, kid. You gotta slow it down. <laughs> but like they got they got a guy like Truba on the back end, right? Mm-hmm. Carolina, not the toughest, but they have guys who will get in your face. Like they won't Dude, back Burns, up. fucking Burn, Orlov, uh, like Martin Nuke. Yeah, like they will get in your face and be passed. And obviously, I'm just looking at playoff teams right now. Philly, I mean, a I good, don't think a they're good really matchup be a for Boston game. is Detroit, in my opinion. Yeah, because that would probably yeah they're a little soft. Yeah, like yeah. they're not or, soft. Or Toronto, sorry, but yeah. <laughs> if they want to, if we get Toronto and they want to jump and, and they want to play Reeves against us, I'm I'm all for I'm it, all baby. for that. Yeah, give it to me. But um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I just I think that's. <laughs> the identity the Bruins are missing right now because that was the identity of the big bad Bruins for so long because mm-hmm. you didn't just have one guy. You had several guys. I mean, it, even if you go back and watch that 2011 Stanley Cup um, video, the whatever it's whatever the fuck it's called, if you go back and watch that, you got you got McQuaid, you got Char, you got Simon. Marshawn you got was your Kachuk. Yeah, and he like well, he wasn't as tough, obviously, but he was getting under people's skins. Yeah, he was like, punching like, Sedin in the face like five times in a yeah, row. Yeah, like, looking like a fucking speed bag, and <laughs> you know, like that was like. So the Bruins, the big bad Bruins, have lost that identity. Obviously, I mean, times have changed, but I don't know, man. Like, 
puck, dude. You could really use a guy like that. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I'm happy Freddie's more of a finesse guy now because he's no, put in he, points. Yeah, he was when he'll he was a younger him. player. He, yeah, he'll drop them. But when he was a younger player, he just wanted to fight anyone. And Cassidy yeah. was like, no. and he would get in the doghouse a lot. But mm-hmm. that's that's my two cents. I I think that's the biggest hole. But that for the Bruins, but obviously that's really hard to find in this day and age, especially when you don't have any draft uh draft capital, cap space, whatever you want, <laughs> like trade mm-hmm. pieces, whatever you want to say. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, we've we've made you guys wait it out long enough. Our boy Bobby Brewski, the tripod himself. He does a little ask me anything. He touches on uh Watherspoon and fuck i because i actually did get to listen to this one beforehand right and of course i forgot to send it to you uh Watherspoon, Lori, the young guns i know ironically he was uh stroking off um richard's play as a lately and of course richard gets sent down but so that kind of kills his thunder right there but ladies and gentlemen enjoy bobby the tripod a Brewski's Corner. From the beaches of Winnipeg, under the palm trees of the West End, it's Bobby Brewski. What is going on, folks? And welcome to another edition of Bobby's Corner. Probably brought to you by Only Bruins. And prime time productions, baby. What is going on? How you doing? Happy Friday, happy Saturday, happy to whenever you're listening to my voice hit your ears, baby. A little bit of Zara face for a nightcrawler. Every hero needs a villain. Go to Spotify after you're done listening to this record. Go to Apple Music after you're done listening to this record. Or even better, go to your local record store after you're done listening to this podcast. And stream or purchase Zarface. Every hero needs a villain. I assure you, you will not regret it. And brownie points if you find Zarface in the MF Dune collab album. That's a masterpiece. There's my musical tip for you this week. Shit goes hard. Now, most folks will make you wait till the end of the show to answer the AMAs. I'm going to do this at the beginning of the corner. Now, earlier today, I shot out the bat signal. I said, hey, I'm doing a recording. Shoot your questions. Shoot your concerns. And a few of you answered, so thank you. Marty the Meat Man, who's most famously known for being an absolute beauty and also the host of cross-court coverage on primetime production. Go Seas! Wants to know why you hate on Nirvana. I don't necessarily, you know, I, I shouldn't have said I hate Nirvana because I don't actually hate Nirvana. Now, does do the Seattle Kraken have possibly the best goal song? Yes, they they do, they do. It's awesome, you know. Uh, I like it. Let's go Kraken. I need it. Let's go Kraken. But. Nirvana. So, like, most people get Nirvana when they're, like, in high school and they hate the world. They come from a broken home or some shit. I got into Nirvana when I was, like, eight because my older brothers got into Nirvana because they hated their life and they hated school and they came from a broken home. So I got into Nirvana at a very early age and got over Nirvana at a very early age. So when everyone else I knew 
in high school was starting to get into Nirvana, and out of high school, they were starting to get into Nirvana. Managing a store like Zoomies or Journeys or Hot Topic and consistently having these same kid from a different generation be like, Nirvana saved my life. Nirvana's the best band ever. You're just too dumb and stubborn to understand the genius of Nirvana, Bobby. I'm just like, fuck off. I get it. They killed hair metal. They made Nir never mind. They made Butch Vig this fucking dude he is. I get it, but I'm a Foo Fighters guy. I think Foo Fighters is way better than Nirvana. Okay? It, it, there's no match there for me, okay? Nirvana and the Foo Fighters is like, you know, Nirvana's like the 49ers dynasty, and you're like, they're great. What they did was phenomenal. But the Foo Fighters for me are like Tom Brady and the Patriots, buddy. They just fucking mop the floor with that shit. Next. Alright. We've got the 90% number to Charter Cities. They have the Twitter handle that's 90%ers. Big Bruins guy. Hopefully you're listening. Appreciate the uh, the listen. Are the Bru They ask, are the Bruins in a bridge season even though they sit joint first in the league? They are in a bridge season. But not by regular definition of bridge season. You see, most teams go through this this bridge season, this transition season when the, the core is kind of developing and changing. The Bruins are going through a bridge season where they are. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to follow with me here. The Bruins are crossing a bridge where they are dealing with last year's emotions. They are going through the motions of last season, specifically how it ended. Stay with me here. I know Howie likes to call out people for being Fairweather fans. I know a few of you are like, you don't know pain. You weren't there in 2013. You weren't there in 88. You weren't there in 90. Listen, if you were there last year and you were just as devoted as we were every game, you also saw the same ending that we saw and you experienced the same heartbreak that we felt. Two out of the three of those last games when they were up three to one against Florida... They were up by one goal in the third, lost in overtime. And when you start a season out where you're electric, and then you start going through these like valleys where you're having these three-game losing streaks, these four-game losing streaks, and it's happening in bunches, and a lot of them are one-goal losses where you had a lead in the third and you lose in overtime, yeah, you're going to get frustrated. So when I say the Bruins are on a bridge season... I think they're still just as great as they were, but they are just trying to do, they're trying to get through something that Toronto is never going to get through. And I think they're going to get there. I think mentally this team's a lot stronger than people don't, that people give them credit for. This team's a lot more talented than we're giving them credit for. And I just can't help but to look at the, and I know I said the other night, what these guys need is a night out. They need a couple of laughs. Motley Crue, kickstart my heart, say what you want. It's a pump-up song. When we started this band, all we needed, all we needed was a couple of laughs. Years gone by, da 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 half, right? That's what this team needs. This team's more than talented. This team is playing awful to our standards, and like 90% says, they're tied for first in the league. Unbelievable. So yes, they're in a bridge season. Metaphorically, they are crossing a bridge between the team they were 
and in between the team they're going to become. Hopefully we see that team they're going to become in April. Nick just says the, these graphics are unbelievable. Thank you so much. I'm a big Howard the Duck guy myself. What's up, Nick? Check out Nick on Bruin something with your boy, Sully. All right. Then we got Kristen Core. What's up? Kristen's a great Kristen Core. Core. I'm butchering your name. I'm so sorry. Chris Core on Twitter. Uh, happy belated anniversary to you and your husband, by the way. Six years. That is nothing to joke about. Awesome to see. They ask, what season does every Bruins player remind you of? Swayman is early spring to me. So this is a fun one. I agree. Swayman's definitely spring. He's a young duckling. He's full of energy. He's full of enthusiasm. He's kind of rough around the edges, but he just screams optimism, which is summer. With that being said, you know who reminds me of summer? Linus fucking Allmark, who's not getting traded, by the way. Get that out of your fucking skull. Mainly because he has a corgi. Rip to his other corgi. We love you. I, I mean, that sounded very disrespectful. He, I, 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 I love his corgi, and I loved his other corgi. That's what I'm trying to say. Allmark just seems like the best dude. He seems like a guy who, no matter where he is, he's got a summer vibe. He's laid back. He's just sunshine and roses all day long. Fall, I'm going to have to go with pasta because fall is when you break out your best outfits. You can layer up. You can wear the sickest jackets that you have. And if you're like me, you've got like 20 of them. Pasta, very much a, a fall guy. I can see it. You can see it. And if you're a fall person too, what is up? All right. The winter. Hear me out. Winter is Brandon Carlo. Not only is he from Colorado, where it's like winter 24 months of the year. <laughs> Not 24 months. Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Winter is the... Like, as a Winnipegger, winter is the time that you bond the most with your kids. Because you gotta constantly find shit to do. Whether that's indoor activities, that's outdoor activities... And if you're a girl dad, that's when you become the MVP. And Brandon Carlo is a MVP girl dad. Final answer. Brandon Carlo is winter for me. Those are the seasons. Thank you so much for the questions. I'll try to do that more often. That was a lot of fun, actually. I want to pump some tires here. Justin Brazo, Browsers, what's up? Please, unreal. What an absolute stick of dynamite in the lineup. And the fact that they got merged with Zesser BroQuest and whatever they saw in that guy in the summer that we haven't seen for much of the season, we're finally seeing it. And the fact that it took Browsers, this kid that no one really knew about, he was from the Toronto Maple Leaf system, I believe. <sighs> Unreal. Unreal. I love this kid. His energy, 5-5. Five, five. Shout out to Nolachari, baby. We love you. We miss you. Wow. It's so sick. I love it. Mason Larai and Parker Watherspoon, unreal. First of all, I don't know if Watherspoon just goes into people's DMs before games, partners' DMs, I should say, and just stirs the pot because I haven't seen a dude get punched in the face as many times as he has. And he just showed up. He shows up here and there. And, and I, yeah, 
What I'm trying to say is he's probably he should stay in the lineup. Is what I'm saying. Get him ready. Prime those boys up for the playoffs. Mason Murray. I know the Seattle game. The puck just danced around him. I don't necessarily thought he played bad. I just think you have those games where the puck just. I don't know, man. The puck was just drunk around him. But he looked. He's looked amazing. He spent a month in Providence, and he's come back, and it's like holy shit. He's a much better player. Not that he was bad, but he just consistently gets better. We're gonna we're gonna circle back to him actually. My guy. So when Marshy came into the league, he was this little ball of energy, and he was on the fourth line. He was with Sean Thornton, and I want to say Paye. He was on that line. That was what he was at, and he quickly elevated his way to the top line. With Bergeron and Mark Recchi. I'm not saying what you think I'm saying, but if what I'm th- what you think I'm saying does evolve and come true, I am all here for it. Before the Seattle game, Bob Beers and Judd Surratt interviewed Monty, and Monty said that Richard's energy is just contagious. He's been all over the lineup, and that's why he's gonna start off with Marshy tonight. And man, those first few minutes were electric, and as the game went on. I don't know about you, but I could just see Marshy playing in ways that he hasn't done since Bergey. It wasn't that long since Bergey was here. But you just see the trust in him. He's doing those, like, awesome back, like, he just dropped passes and shit. He's doing those quick little, like, you know, Sidney Cross, Nathan Kinnon moves. He looks much more comfortable with Richard than he has with anyone else. Something interesting to take a watch on. Hopefully Monty keeps them together. He probably won't. We're going to circle back, though, because I'm not going to talk too much about trades, but I think this year's trade deadline, it's very much looking like we're only going to deal with Providence. There are a few UFAs you can, if you can get something for them, and you can spare them, you know who I'm talking about? Look into it. So, Mason, my favorite thing about Laura, so the other day, I was talking to a regular who's a big Jets person. And they were like, you know what, when I went to the Bruins-Jets game in December, I talked to you. You specifically told me to look out for number 6 and look out for number 19. You said Johnny Beecher and Mason Laurie. And I said, yeah. And he said, I just want you to know, it is so unfair that you guys have Charlie McAvoy, Lindholm, and I was actually surprised. He mentioned Carlo. And Carlo. And then you guys up front... You had Bergie, you have Krejci, you have this this Poitra kid, you have this Beecher kid. He's like, I don't know, it doesn't end. Like, you guys just went to the Stanley Cup a few years ago. You had the best season of all time last year. And now you've got this young kid in Mason Lurie. And I was like, you've been watching the last few games? He's like, yeah, and it's bullshit. It's just bullshit that you guys just consistent. Like, it seemed like only yesterday you guys had no picks, you had no prospects. And now you have, like, the second coming. He's like, I was like, yeah, I know, it's unbelievable. The way he just moves up the ice so effortlessly is, it's bizarre. I might even dare saying everything that we wanted McAvoy to be at such a young age, Laura has been. Not that McAvoy was bad, but it just like, I don't know. He's, so, he's such a natural. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm not going to talk too much about the Jets. Although, I just want to say, 
Jets aren't going anywhere. All right. I'll yell at you long enough. Thank you for everyone for shooting in your questions. Thank you to Brett and Boosie for letting me do this. Thanks for everyone at Primetime for letting me do this. It's great doing this with you, man. I miss you. And you know what? I'll see you next week. <laughs> Imagine that. You've been great. I've been Bobby. Let's go, bees, baby. And, of course, that was another phenomenal Bobby's Corner. I love you, Bobo. Can't wait to see you, buddy. It makes me uh, realize we got to figure out what we're going to do for next week's episode. Because I imagine we won't get a Bobby's Corner. I don't know if he'll come here to record in person with me or if he'll record from Catherine's. We'll have to we'll have to chitter chat with him. But another phenomenal Bobby's corner. I love when he does the uh, the AMAs. He brings the heat, and uh, he was doing those a lot during the summer. So those were always fun and funny to uh, listen to. But um, yeah, so we touched on a lot. We I guess we can touch on the West Coast. Don't really want to, but I guess we can talk. Excuse me, talk about it. Uh, West Coast trip happened, went 1-0-3. Gotta love that. <laughs> it, it started off promising because it, it, it looked like uh it looked like we were going to get a uh at least split it, or it looked like we were probably gonna win at least three of them. Nope. You beat Edmonton, you blew it against Vancouver. I mean and I, Calgary. In Calgary, yeah. And Seattle. <laughs> Yeah, and Seattle. So and the game. Oh yeah, the game before that was at home. Never mind. Sorry. You literally had, you were, inches away, every single game walking away, from this West Coast trip with eight fucking points. You leave with five. Okay, so you lose out on three points. The but F-150 final five, man. Yeah, like that's gonna be the title of this fucking episode because <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. finally fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> down with Ford. Down with yeah. unless you want to sponsor us, but down with Ford. Yeah. But yeah, it's holy fuck, dude. dude seven I, of I your last eight games. Then. Seven of your last eight games ended in shootout or overtime. Holy fuck, man. Yeah, and the only one that wasn't was a spanking by fucking Seattle at home. Oh yeah, that was a that was a huge dud by the fellas there. And I mean, even against Ottawa, uh, not Ottawa, fucking Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean that was a that was a nice dub. It was a come from behind dub too. So I will give them that. And then they got the overtime. Game. But I think didn't they? I gotta go back to. It, but didn't they still uh, blow a lead against Edmonton? I think they did. Yeah, I I'm going back it. to look right now. Right now, six five. Obviously, I forgot it was that high scoring. Even though we talked about it earlier. Yeah, yeah, we did. We were up. It went geeky yep. for Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that late, but it wasn't the Ford Final Five. Or oh, shit. No, it wasn't. Almost. Almost. But, uh, yeah, Hyman scored a late one. Jesus, ever since that game, he scored fucking six more goals. Hyman's got 40 on the season right now as Dude, we speak. I know. He was a madman in that game I was watching last night. Yeah, so. Him uh, and Ekholm have this thing. Where like Ekholm just throws it on net and Hyman just stuffs it in. It's like his last like f- four of his last six goals have been like that or something. 
They were like talking about it last day. night. <laughs> yeah, I know. Only, I throw it on the only mixer. The Bruins <laughs> couldn't find a uh, another defenseman that could. Seeing I use the seeing I uh seeing I the seeing I what the fuck is it called in shell seeing what is that uh superstar ability whatever that uh zone ability whatever you want to call it find the net yeah, Hannafin can do that baby but okay I think we're back internet gotta love that fuck internet Jesus Christ it's always been a pain in my arse but I think we're back for now at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, if uh, I think where we left off, if only the Bruins had a guy who could just find its way to the net from the point. I mean, I know you got Chucky Mack, but Laura is getting better at it. He's definitely getting better. But the problem is it's going to be a tough matchup when come playoff time. Oh, yeah. You know who always throws it at the net but doesn't get the right result always is Carlo. I've been loving it. Oh. My, my problem with Carlo though is just like it's like flutters to the net. I wish he yeah. would shoot a little bit with a little bit more authority, but I do. Yeah, dude, remember him and Bertuzzi last year? That little connection they'd have. He yeah. just tossed yeah. little flutters yeah. and Bertuzzi would whack him out of fucking midair. Yeah. I mean, I guess any defenseman could really do that with uh, a guy like JVR out there, but we're not here to talk about that. West Coast trip, man, one zero and three. Like it, if you tell me you walked out of there with the five out of possible eight points, I'd be, you know, kind of happy about that. But when you look at it, one, oh, and three, I'm not happy about that as I should be happy about that because you didn't get a regulation loss. But going back to those games, just not even looking at the scoreboard, if you're actually remembering those games, you blew two of them. Three, yeah, you, you blew three guess, back to back to back. Yeah. Yeah, and also, uh, you know the stat I had about seven of your last eight. Well, fucking in your last six, you're two zero oh, and four. Good, you're getting the points, but they're not good loser points. They're like you're fucking getting beat in the last five minutes of the game, loser point. Yeah, yeah, like that's not. Yeah, that is. That's a. That's the concerning part. If they were coming back and losing in overtime, different story. They're giving up leads and losing in overtime. Which is my yeah. biggest concern because you give up. How did we lose in Game Seven last year? I don't want to talk about it, buddy. That's exactly how we lost <laughs> last year, and that's my biggest problem. Learn from your mistakes, guy. But me and you talked about this off air. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, you have two months to iron this shit out, or a month and a half. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not that worried. It's just well, not a great. I- because we've said this before, we could have used this last year. The Bruins could have used this last year. Yeah, I'm saying we because we're part of the fucking team. Look at our yeah. look at our podcast name, Only Bruins, dude. Might as yeah. well give us uh, some passes. Might as well give us like one percent of ownership, something <laughs> like that. Jesus, toss us we, a bone, Jacobs. We win a cup if me and you are in office. First year we win a cup, I think. Oh yeah. What have you guys seen our franchise modes on Shell? <laughs> <laughs> We have no picks in 2030, but we win in the cup this year. <laughs> and and I convinced Bergeron to come out of retirement. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we convinced Bergeron to come out of retirement. Sweeney can't do that. We can do it. Yeah. But that's a different story for a different day. We don't mm-hmm. need to get depressed now because I'm having a good time right now. <laughs> Despite Dude, the burn sucking dick. Real quick, since like uh one, two, six games going overtime in a row. 
the last three lose in the last five minutes. It sucks. You got to turn the tr- uh, the page on those and try and look forward here. But yeah, somebody who turned the page and got exactly what he was looking for is came to town last night as you're listening to it. Do you see Bruce Cassidy's comments today? Dude, I love those comments. <laughs> I, love, I loved it. I love Petty Cassidy. Oh. I love it. Stick it to us. Because he still lives Stick here in the, the summers. Birth, he moves. Like, he lives in Nantucket in the summers, doesn't he? Or he's got a place there. So. No, I, I think he's a Cape guy. I don't know or if Cape, he's a sorry. Nantucket guy. Of course, yeah. Sorry. Cape, Cape. I don't know my, I don't know my Vir- Boston Virgin Islands. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, it, 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 I thought that was hilarious. He, you know, like me and you have talked about it before. Bergeron even said this was going to happen. He knew Bruce Cassidy was a good coach. Good for Bruce Cassidy. He got his ring. I couldn't be happier for him. It's a Vegas. I don't really give a shit about them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know people hate them, but like, it's indifferent to me. I could care less. Like, I get it. They circumvented the cap. I get it. They're too aggressive trading players. But guess what? It worked. (laughs) It works. They got no loyalty to players, though. If no. you're a player, do you really want to sign there? They got no loyalty to players, but I'm only signing there if I got a no trade or no move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Full. Yeah. Full. That's why they didn't yeah. want Tory Krug because he's got so, a full no movement clause. Well, that's also why he didn't go to Philly. He, I was so happy he shut that down. But I know. Hilarious. I. That just made me think, hypothetically speaking, if there's an expansion team again, mm. so there'll be 33, potentially 33 teams in the league. Mm. Do you, are you like, you send in your f- like full no trade clause, right? So 32 mm. teams, does that team just get added to it? it has oh, to, actually, right? uh, Elliot Friedman talked about this. It, it has to be put in every July 1st. So, oh, so you know, oh, okay. If there's an expansion, there's a new window before the expansion draft where players they if they don't get it in, too bad, so sad. It's on the player to get it in. So when Vegas Dadinoff thing, yeah, that's Sorry, I was that just was gonna thing. say that. I was just gonna say that. That's what happened with Dadinoff. He put it in, but the team didn't like see it or whatever the fuck it was, and they tried to trade him to Vegas. But he had that from the expansion draft that he didn't want to go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So that that's I don't know why that just came to my head. I'm not even high. It just I just no. It's it's funny because that that makes sense then. Yeah, Elliot Friedman and Merrick talked about it like two podcasts ago. Somebody asked that exact question. That's funny. I haven't even listened to them in a while either. Uh, That's funny. But yeah, West Coast going back to the West Coast. Not our friend, but it's over. At least till the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup Finals. That was so Canadian um, of you. It's over. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying. I've, I've been Calgary. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know I said about weird until you told me. You're the first person in my life that told me that I say it like that. I was like, "There's no way." Yeah. And then you're always like, "Tanya." No, it's Tanya. Put some respect Tanya. on it. Tanya. But, uh, yeah. So. West Coast, it's done. It's whatever. But the Bruins have a grueling schedule coming up. I was yes, even – Shan dude. came over last night, actually. Uh, met baby boy Teddy. We hung out. We were actually talking about Bruins' schedule in March. March, they always play a shit ton of games. March mm-hmm. is always tough. It's almost every uh, – like in 30 days, they have 13 games 
almost a game every other day. So and there's a back to back with travel. Before we actually get into this, yeah, like that's yeah, two that's actually. Tough. I mean, <laughs> dude, they're fucking coming home to play Vegas tonight, and then they're back on the road again this weekend for one. Yeah, no, sorry for two games. They go New York, Toronto, and then back and play Edmonton the next day. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's it. Do you think the trade deadline should be earlier? Like that, should, I meant I meant to bring that up earlier. Do you think the trade, like the NBA, does the trade deadline earlier? Do you mm-hmm. think, like, I think it, I think we did the the Bruins would have twenty games left. I think eighteen. Yes. So one, two, by three, the time four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, um, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, six, seventeen. After 17 the trade deadline, games left. I think because if you. I mean, granted, you can make trades whenever you want throughout the season, of course. But obviously, people like to wait till the end, cap reasons and stuff like that. But do you think, like, I think it should be like when everyone's right around twenty-two to twenty-five. Like, I would say twenty-five games left in the season because, dude, you, you remember even like last year and previous years, like players don't come over anymore and play right away. I mean, when Lindholm got traded to us, it took it. I don't think he played the first two games. No, he was hurt. He didn't play the first two weeks. I don't think. Oh, well, that makes sense if he was hurt. Yeah. But, but there, Orloff, Orloff, yeah, Orloff, Orloff didn't yeah. play the first couple of games. Hathaway did because, like, you just throw him on the fourth line, right? It is what it is. He's just going to play his game. But I remember yeah. Orloff, he was, I remember he was like working out a couple of games instead. Yeah, so it's like it's 17 games, but say we make a trade, it's probably going to be 15 games. I don't and think then... even Bert played a couple games after the trade. Remember, he was like, I need to get my shit in order or something. Remember, he didn't play a couple yeah, games. His, yeah, that's you're right. Yeah, so a handful of guys that we traded for last year, basically everyone by Hathaway, right? So, ah, mm-hmm. uh, I so yeah, that, that's one thing I want to actually get your thoughts on. I think it should be earlier. I think the trade deadline should be earlier. Should I get be it tomorrow. Yeah, to well, I I remember the trade deadline always being before my birthday for like the mm-hmm. longest time. March the last week of birthday. February, normally. Yeah, so like I remember when I used to go to games on my birthday, you'd see the new trade pieces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whether it was March fifth, sixth, or seventh, whenever I went for my birthday, um, you don't you always see the new trade pieces, and now it's just like it's different now. I get it, but like. Do the Bruins never play on Fridays? They don't. Well, not a lot of NHL. A lot of NHL teams don't play on Fridays. Huh. That's it. No, I just two two months in a row. Three months in a row, we didn't have a Friday game. That's interesting. I didn't know that. But I agree with you. It should be mid-February, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like, it should be... Like um, w- the day in between Calgary and Vancouver on the West Coast trip, February twenty third, I think would have been the perfect day for the trade deadline. It's a week before March. Yeah, you get to- two, two whole months essentially with your guys, um, that you trade for, and like you like, there's no see, but this is the thing. So next year there's no All Star game, right? And they're doing that the the four series or whatever. Um, instead, the Canada, yeah, yeah, 
I heard the trade deadline is going to be a lot sooner than it was this year. Elliot Friedman and Merrick, funny, we're actually talking about this a couple podcasts ago as well because someone was like, because the it, the Stanley Cup Finals is going to end a week before the draft this year. Game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals is a week before the draft. Damn. That's so yeah, I remember you actually brought did you, I don't know if you brought it up on last week's episode or just in text, but I remember you talking about that. That's fucking and then, and then two days later is free agency. That's fucking crazy. A week and a couple days, the season ends and it's free agency. Like that's like football, dude. Yeah, that really is. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't they don't give you a lot of time. They don't give you a lot of time. So I think teams are gonna panic this year. I think you I think you're going to see a crazy dude I honestly think I know this is why I'm doing the live stream obviously cuz like if I were going to Boston we were going to do a, the trade deadline live stream anyways but that's why I'm doing one here is because I think the trade deadline day is going to be insane this year first time in like a couple years that like teams so, are going to wait I hope so cuz no I... one has money yeah, no, I, that's why I don't. I have a feeling we'll be recording on like a Friday or Saturday, probably Friday night. I don't know. Depends New how long Jersey, this game goes on for. I guess New Jersey had to eat twenty five percent of Tanev's contract, and he makes three point two five. That's not yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> no, no, it's not. So everyone's in a bind this season, and that's that's what's tough about a flat cap for as many years as they've had it. So obviously things will change going forward in the future for the NHL. Thankfully, finally, um, pay the players, Gary. Yeah, and fuck fanatics. Oh God, but that's that's a different pod for a different. Unless day, you're maybe. a baseball fan, hey <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ma- imagine Mel Dingo and fucking those fanatics uh, baseball pants. Oof. I was thinking Bobby foaming at the mouth. Yeah, Bobby, um, they'd probably have to make like a one with drop leg. downs in them. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. One for the tripod. <laughs> they get some, some. Both those boys are packing, and uh, they could yeah. go head to head, basically, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just realized. I didn't even mean to make that joke, but I just so realized that funny. it worked. <laughs> I'm, I'm funny, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of out of things to talk about right now. Did yeah, we, I, we we blew our load in the first half. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we I were know. just well, because last week you were still getting back into the groove of things. I can tell you got a you got a brighter yeah you got a brighter face on this week. I ch- I chugged a Red Bull right before too, but I was fucking yeah. Teddy was up at three a.m. and didn't go back to sleep, so that's been fun. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm gassed, but be I be a dad. Uh, they said. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker <laughs> better make me a shit ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> no, but chugged a Red Bull, cracked open a Heineken Silver, my uh, first brewski in like a month. Of, or no, I had one. I had like one last week or two weeks ago, whatever. But um, the, oh, that's of- what we were going to talk about. This is a serious test coming up. You're going into New York. Who fucking keeps the oh, pocket yes. of the net? That's what we're going to talk about. I just had it in front of me. Shesterskin Go- has found his game. Yep. Then you're going to Toronto. It's probably going to be a fucking shooting war. You're going to have to fucking yeah. Bunch of oh, goals. Oh, yeah. And then you got to come home and play Edmonton, where you're going to have to put the puck in the net again. And then two days later, you play Toronto again. 
Two days later, you play Pittsburgh, who's been decent lately. Two days later, you play St. Louis, who's been decent lately. And then you get two days off to go to Montreal, which should be should be a walk in the park, but it's original six matchup. Like then you got Philly after that. Like this schedule does not get easier for the Bruins. No, it doesn't. It's going to be tough. And you have to hope that the Bruins get their shit together. And whether they make trades at the trade deadline or not, whether they're buyers or sellers or stay put, they got to, they got to figure it out. They got to figure it out because people are right on their ass. I thought they would have made a trade with the two days off, to be honest, before Vegas. You're going home. You know what I mean? Like, so now what you, you, you make a trade tomorrow or you make a trade Sunday. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's Bruins don't typically trade on game days. Like you just said, I I know. Yeah. And like, you got a busy schedule coming up. So it's, it's going to be fucking tough. (laughs) Mm. But I was hoping they would come home with Hannafin, but I'm also okay with just waiting it out till free agency for Hannafin. And what the only shitty thing is you got to compete with other teams, but you don't have to give up assets and you get to keep probably pay him a million more than you didn't want to, but you get to keep Lori in a first. And so then, then you're talking Hannafin, Lindholm, Lori next year. Then you got Carlo, McAvoy and I don't know, maybe Shannon Kirk resigns, but I don't know. Shannon so, Kirk I mean, or, or, or even even Watherspoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he deserves to stay. I I I would hate to see him go back down to Providence at any time this season. I'd be shocked if they didn't re-sign Watherspoon. Yeah, and he'll be cheap, dude. He'll be mm-hmm. really cheap. Probably so. take the the close to Zaboro deal. Or sorry, yeah, the that not even close to Saboro, the Clifton deal. One million for two years. $2 million dollar contract. Yeah, if he even gets that much. Yeah, 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 right around there between nine twenty-five uh, or a mil. Yeah, right around that, right around that ballpark. But yeah, I think that just about wraps it up for episode seventy-three. The, the Chucky, Chucky bright lights. Yeah. Oh, Swipe the, the fucking card. Who the real? The real question is, who had it first? <laughs> <laughs> We won't get into there that. is a We're debate. There yeah, is a there's debate. a debate. There's an internal debate. We're not going to name names, but um, was it Ty Anderson? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, but Chucky Mac overtime winner tonight against who the fuck are we even playing against tonight? Vegas. Vegas. And he's going to stare down Butchie. He's going to stare him down after the watch, OT watch. JD's going to get a hat trick tonight. Watch. Yeah, oh, We're yeah, chirping yeah. the fuck out of him. He's going to, hey, whatever. You get more on the trade. Deadline. We have to do that every episode for him to go off. I am all for it. We did it for somebody recently. You were chirping somebody and they turned their game around. I don't remember who it was. Fuck. Oh, Boquist. Me and you were chirping oh, yeah. Boquist, and yeah. he's looked great since. And someone I, tweeted I, I'm at us. On the fourth line. Yeah. <laughs> someone tweeted at us. They were like, yo, Boquist shutting you guys up. I was, I quote tweeted. I was like, I'm fucking happy. That's the whole point. I, I love when players make me eat my words. Yeah. The that, worst that for you was Clifton. That was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now <laughs> look what he's fucking doing in Buffalo. I'm not eating my words on him this year, at least. Get your bag. But hey, it worked out. We got one good, one decent year out of him. I'm not gonna say good, maybe above average season Dude, that's out of the him. Thing. Like, 
certain pairs just work. Him and Forbert work. Like, I don't get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just certain times you get two guys together and they yeah. fucking work. Like, the science behind Forbes and Clifton working does not make sense. But, hey, no. I'm not a Scientologist or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm not. Not, not a mathematician. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not a, a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a podcaster drinking a Heineken Silva who uh, will be shopping at Pure Hockey this weekend. Hell yeah. But that just about wraps it up for episode 73, <laughs> the Chucky Bright Lights Epi Fuck Ford Final F-150 Final 5 episode, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Brett's got to go. I got to go wipe my baby's ass. And I'm fucking hungry, and the Bruins are on in an hour or two. And I dude, you're coming up here to help me shower? I'm not calling <laughs> you my baby, dude. You're my bitch. <laughs> Oh, no, Brett's my oh. bitch. That's my baby. I'm your Daddy's mistress right now. <laughs> yeah, you're my right side now. piece. You're, my, you're just there for my convenience. That's <laughs> fucked up. You know I love you. <laughs> but that wraps it up for episode 73. We love you guys. Stay cool. Till next time, go to Pure Hockey. Peace. No Bruins, bitch. Jealousy.